0: Okay. Today's daf is daf Vav, and we begin a few line, a uh, line down. Okay. So we talked about the, and we talked about the, um, yes. And it's meaning that the, the rim around the edge of the board that was, you know, when you take out the soil, you make this rim around, it, it's a wall around it, and also a cellar. Now, I sort of glazed over in terms of what is it, is actually machal kirishon in there, that whether it's just the chuliyah, meaning the rim around the edge, also including the depth of the board. But that's, we'll leave that for another discussion. And what the Gemara is trying to deal with is as follows. It said, if it wasn't gvohan asarabarachaban arba, look at the, it says, pachot it says, your patur. Now the question the Gemara tries to understand is manan kaimi, what's the case? So im gvohan asarabarachaban arba, now, you have to actually add one other point. That is because the Tosefta says, in that situation, it says, But arba amot yubi pator. However, if you took it, shim natal <inaudible> mihen, um, if it's chutz mi arba, if you took it from that lower level chulia or stone to further than that to arba, chutz arba, then yubi chayef. So within four, it is pator. <inaudible> further than four, um, amot be chayev. So the question is, what's the case there? So in other words, the way the Rebbe, Rebbe Chaim understands this, it's really not just based on our Mishnah. Yes, it's a safe in the Mishnah, but also in combination combination with the Tosefta. Okay, fine. question is, what are we talking about? If it's if it's 10 high and 4 wide, then there's no question. Okay? okay. So, and therefore, if you took from the top of it even within 4 Amor Yibichai, because you're taking Shursa Yachid, to shusa rabim. Okay. If it's Higvon Asra, ve'enum Rachavan Arba, if you've taken it from this, uh, the, if we're talking about where the Chulia or the or the, uh, the evan is, yes, it's 10 high, but less than 4 by 4, therefore the space on top of it is what? It's a Makom Patur, then it also doesn't work. Um, I'll just keep on losing the place here. Um Arba, hadi da amar beshem rabisi, kane na uts brushus arabim, if you've got like a stick that's driven into the ground rushus arabim, if it's gwana sarats vachim et cent vachim high and it's not four y, then it's mutar lakhan or mutar lakhan. You're allowed to put from rushus arabim onto it, or onto this stick, because it's rabim to patur or vice versa. So it's mutar, not just patur, it's mutar. Also mutum lakhan, also meaning you're allowed to take from rushus a yachid onto this makompatur or back. But you're not allowed to take it and put it from the Rabim onto the onto this Makombatur and then from the O Makor into the Rushiahid. Like you imagine like a letter box that's at someone's house, that type of thing. Again, Shem, because the concern is you might end up missing that step and going straight through. And then be or the So therefore, the case in the Tosefta that says if you take from this Chulia, if it's within four, it is Pator and beyond four Yochaiev, that doesn't work if we're talking about this Chulia being um ten high and less than four. Because for makombatur it'd be mutar to take it from Within three, sorry, within four. And even beyond four, you wouldn't be chayyab. Why not? Because you're taking from the akira has to be from, from the Now That's a very important point. Now, this kind of relates to what we were saying yesterday. If you recall yesterday, when discussing shita Red Yehuda, he says, if you zarak, in the case, this is, um, towards the end, uh, end of sama Amod Aleph. It was rabbi Yehuda said, zarak, um, arba, from rishisaradin, Rishikesh and it also travels for amo you'd be time. You be for hotsar yachid terabim. Also for for making this move, daladamot and Rush sarabim. Now the reason why that worked is because he held klutachemishah hundadami, and therefore as soon as it hit Rush sarabim, it's if it land and rishas sarabim, and it's if there was also you did a Rush sarabim and a nakhan rishas sarabim. Okay, going that distance of four. However, here what we're saying is, is if you if in our case, you've taken it from the top of this Makom pator. even if you then take it more than four Amot, you wouldn't be Chayev because Akira wasn't just sarabim; was, Hashanah, was So therefore you can't say Patu within four, sorry, you can't say Patu within four and Chayev beyond four, because if it's from Makom it'd be Motar and then, I guess, Patu. Okay. Um, but again, within four and beyond four. So what's the next case? Um, now, what's interesting here, Rav Chaim points out, is that normally we say a caramelit. Well, he says that the Rosh in Rish- 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 different places say different things, and he tries to resolve it. But normally, we say if it's a caramelit, is if it's less than ten T'vachim high, but four T'vachim wide. Because if it's less than four T'vachim wide, then it would be makom patur. But here we're saying that no, makom patur is only if it's ten high. Okay. So, in other words, that space as soon as it, as soon as it drops below ten. Then it is, um, even if it's less than four tvachamites, it's a Carmelite. So that's the next addition. Next addition a Carmelite. Oh, that makes sense. Why within four Amot, it would be patur because you're taking from a caramelist to, 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 to a or back. Okay. However, what doesn't make sense is, as it says, a lot can what doesn't make sense is if you're going to take it from there all the way past four. Because again, the akira wasn't from from Sarabim, it's from a caramelite So uh, Reb Chaim just makes it assumes this as follows. I'll show you here. Uh, um, where is it? No, he, he, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna find it because Yeah, I'm not gonna find it now because it's, he, cause it's in, in part of a long piece. Because again, to be a king for carrying four for, for with Rishus Sarabim, you have to be from Rishus Aravim. You've taken it. Okay, and here you'll take it from the Makom Pator. It says, He mm-hmm. says, If you've got this protrusion, this rock or the Chulia that is not defined as a Makom Pator. It's not defined as just a yachid, But it's So you can imagine it's say, more than three high from the ground and it's uh, less than ten high. And it, whether it's four, four wide or not, again, we've discussed, that's called the Carmelite. So if it's a Carmelit, yes, it makes sense that if you take from that to Rish within four, you'd be Patur. But not that if you take it beyond four, you'd be Chayev. Because you haven't taken it from Rish Sarabim and traveled a distance of four Amot. So Amrav, Amar, Chiyah, B'Rei, is talking about the emtsa, That situation when you talk about this protrusion or rock or whatever is sticking out of the ground, that's a caramelite. That's if it's in the middle of the thoroughfare. And if it's the middle of the thoroughfare, that it, it does ma'akhiba That's mm-hmm. why you define it as a caramelit. Aval, here's a nice min mm-hmm. if you're talking about this, uh, rock, that's on the side of Rishur Sarabim, again, it can, it's more than three high. We say it's it's actually Rosh sarabim mavatla. It's actually mavatel to the Rosh sarabim. Despite the fact it's more than three fachim from ground, usually we say that if it's if it's it has to be less than three fachim from the high for it to be mavatel. But here, no, if it's on the side of Rosh sarabim, even if it's three fachim high, uh, we say it's mavatel. Oh, now we understand the case. That's why if you take it, we're going to correct this in a moment. If you take it from there and it's less than four amot, it'd be patur. But we're going to correct that patur in a minute because that doesn't make sense because it should be mutar. But now we understand that if you take from there and travel a distance of so four amot, like that Tosafot says, because I've taken something from Rishus Arabim and I've taken a four amot in Rishus Arabim. Now I'd be Okay. So I'm Rav Yochan that says Leikan Patur has to be Mutar. When well, you don't read Patur here, you have to read Mutar. Um, In other words, I read Rabbi Chaim. He says Pachol is Patur. That Haninat Seifa has to be Mutar. Why? Asar arba, if it is. Ten tall and not four wide, then it's a makom and it's muta. Vafilu chachila, you're allowed to you're allowed to take it from the rishon sarabim. Kedar amir And if you're saying it's enu givon asarab, it's not ten high, and then we're saying it's on the tsad, like Rav said before, ve'umin hatzad. Ha, we said ha He then we said it's mavatur rishuta rabim and betoch daled nami mutar lachachila. If in rishuta your, rabim you're allowed to carry things less than four amot in rabim mit mutar lachachila. According to what he's saying, okay. So having done that, having having, having said this, that we should read the mishnah mutar, not patur. It it um, kicks off a whole lot of other. Well, it's actually one big long mishnah neriyot where it says. Items that are actually patur, but actually really means mutar. So let's have a look. Datanina taman, A mursa. This is a, if, if someone has like a, um, like a like a blister or a, like a or a wound on the body, um, and and he's opening it up to if if he's doing it la If he's doing it to construct an opening, meaning he wants that opening to exist and stay open, so that the that the wound can continue, continually drain this, um, blister or the pimple, or whatever it is, to continually drain. Then he, then he's Because he's, he's made a petach. He's chayev and shabbos. If I were, if, it's, if, it's just, if you're just doing, cause you're trying to extract the the, 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 pus inside it. But you don't care about it closing up again. So you're not constructing a petach here. Then you'd be pato. Okay. So Amrav Yochanan late can patu You have to read. Not patur, but it's actually mutar to do that on Shabbos. So let me just read. It says, oh, this is a read with Chaim. He says, mutar. Um, here. He says, because first, it says, let's just go back a step. Then just to extract it, forgot the despite the fact at the time when you, when you're uh, uh, opening up this, um, this, uh, this, mur, this mursa, uh, that it's going to actually create a petach. Ain't, it's a uh, The leich patli doesn't care if it closes up or not. Okay, because you're doing for the, you're not doing to, you're not opening because you want that petach there. You're doing it to, to extract the lecha at that moment. So the reason why we say is late Kan mutar says the is And Despite the fact normally we say malachet shein is actually aso. Now the Mushum tsarah hitir because this um, blister of this thing is is um, causing him pain. That's why in that situation mushum tsar. They allow you to do it. Okay. So you can understand why we bring this here. Cause we just talked about in our case, in the Mishnah it says, late can mutar. So here is another case of So then it continues in the same Mishnah. If someone hunts a snake on Shabbos, if he's doing because he doesn't want the snake to bite him, then it's pato. Because normally when you're sad, when you hunt something, cause you, cause you want the object of the animal, or the creature that you've actually captured, he don't want it. You just don't want it to hurt you. But Imlur imler if you're doing it because you want to extract the venom from such a snake, therefore actually want the snake to be captured and be So once again, Amr Abi says, "Lei can patru mutar." When it says patru, doesn't mean patru; it means mutar. Now, again, what's the case of patru? Meaning, I just don't want it to harm me. Now, normally we say, you might think to say, oh, okay, I don't want, it's, I'm not really capturing because I want the snake. I just don't want it to harm me. But once again, because of it's a leniency that said in this situation it is actually mutar. And by the way, this is, uh, you'll see, um, as it continues, is that the, the, the quotes later in the Tosfort that this is even if there's no sakana, you just don't want to be bitten by a snake. It's going to cause pain. That would still be okay. Cause if it's mamash mishum sakana, there's no real question. So then it continues with the remaining part of that mission in Ediot. Um says that it's not like, you, should, you don't bring the kirasah here, but anyway, Agav Gara, like since we've mentioned the first two cases in that mission in Mishnah to this is in the second parak, fifth Mishnah there, uh, we mentioned other things that are there. And w- why, what's the common denominator between these things? Um The Pani quotes at the beginning of the Mishnah is because these are the Shushad Vareem Sha'amrul T'nei These are three things we said before Mishnah. V'la'a marahim lo'iso and, and we've seen the first two cases already. So what's the final case? My final case is Lafasim Iraniot, which is they used to, one way you used to construct bowls is they would basically make a ball, right? Like blow it up. So it's a ball made of like earthenware. And then when it dried, they would cut it in half and you got two nice bowls. Okay. So when it's, still in its state when it's when it's all as a ball it's completely sealed okay so therefore so for what it says that, that the tower in an ohalamet, meaning if you've got a met I mean a corpse in a in a in an, an ohel so or in a room it's matama everything however a kli that's submit a kli cheres and with that's patil that's sealed tight is what well, is like protected, won't become Tamir or lamet. So what it's saying is, while it's in that state, it's like a klikheret samid patil, and therefore it won't become tameh. However, ubatame b'masa'a zab. If zab carries it, then he will make it tameh. Okay, just like he, clar- if, he clar- if he carried a klikheret samid samid patil. Okay, but with that little intermission, let's go back. So Amar Ziira, back to the case of this snake, says, V'ya'ud, it makes sense, because you will see later on, it's meserta. You're talking about all the different uh, creatures. It's imlet tzorech. If you if you capture le tzorech, then you'd be chayiv. If not, your are pato. And hadei detanina, and that that aligns, if you like, with what it means le tzorech. That's imliterufuayo chayiv. have a lake can pato elamutar. So how this words lake kanpatu pato elamutar is a bit a bit difficult for me. Reb says he says he says the makes sense because imlet tzorech imtzorech gamke lanachash lezut hu That's what it means Basefa. Meaning in the in the mission in that tells you is your Therefore, if you don't need it at all, you just don't want it to bite you, then it would be Mutar, it would be absolutely mutar because it's a sakana. That's what he says. But, but uh, well, uh, the way P'nei Moshe does it, you can look at your own time, it's actually quite long. But he says that no, it's the way it's constructed. Because normally what we say, we say the Chayif first and then the like in that Mishnah later on in, in Praekshmonashratsim. I'm just say the the first mission there, Ashmonar Shratsim, it says it says, mm-hmm. however, the Shah Shratsim Chovem Patur, right? Hatsaran Sorekhayev Pshot patur, right? So it says always starts the chyov and the phtur. The fact that in that in that Mishnah and Ediot that it had it the other way around by being in the Ptur first must mean it's not talking about normal phtur, it must be talking about mutar. That's the way the Panemosha kind of explains it. Anyway, fine. Let's learn the next um if I understood it properly, but that's, a, that's, uh, let's start the next mission. If someone throws an object and, and it hits the wall, we'll see exactly what that means soon. ten tfachim from the ground. So he's thrown it at a distance of four amot. Okay. Now there's a machlok at Rishonim. I did a mission on this, so I might send it on the group. In terms of, does, is it including, when you say four amot and Rishisarabim, is it, is it from he, where he threw it until the wall? So we don't we disregard, it, I guess, the um the object that's the the thickness of the object as it touches a wall. Or is it up until the thickness of the object as it touches a wall? Right. There like, there's a discussion about that. But again, I'll leave that for a, a further time. But it says, it's a, it's a, it's a really cool machloket, actually. But let's get, it. anyway. So if it gets stuck, if it's like, it hits the wall up a path, it rested, if you like, in a makom patur. We'll see how that rested, because it's a wall. is isn't going to drop down immediately. We'll get to that. But it, then it's, it hits a makom patur, So it hasn't rested in Shusarabim, your patu. Um, however, uh, la matamasarat so it's because if it hits the wall below Tetfahim, it's as if it landed Rosh Hashanah, you've thrown Dalat Amot and Rosh then you're Chayev. If you throw an object in Rosh Hashanah for a distance of Amot, you'll be What about Zarek Latoch Arba Amot? What if you threw it within Arba Amot? And then it rolled out beyond that, either by wind or it happened to be on a hill. Okay? Then you'll be patu. Then you might think, one second, if it's on a hill, isn't it, all, it wasn't obviously going to keep going for Amot. We'll, we'll, beyond that point, we'll get to that. And what if it's Chutzla Or if you threw it beyond For Amot, and then it rolled back? We say in this situation, you'd be in that situation, you'd be chayav, right? Let's talk about you'd be because it did travel a distance to For Amot, even though it rolled back, exactly what's happening, we'll have to see the Gemara. Now, Manitim Mesh Chor. A mission we're talking about with, with the wall is if there isn't a hole. So you didn't throw it into the wall, into a hole in the wall. Why? Because in that situation, then you'd have a machlok between Rebbe uh, Meir and Chachamim. Now we're talking about when it went above ten tefachim from the ground. So, in other words, when the Mishnah says your it's not talking about when it landed in a hole. Because if it did, it's a machlok. Because Aldat Rebbe Meir, which says Ben Bo Arba Al Arba, Ben Arba, Now, once it's machlok between Rebbe Meir and Chachamim, that's a machlok. It's regarding whether you say meaning if where it's resting. Is not four by four, but there's enough in the wall that if you carved it out, it would be four by four. Whether we treat the space as four by four, now where does that machlokah come up? Uh, it comes up. It's a brighter, It says the gabe petach If you've got an arch, a doorway, that's an arch. Okay, baroch for arba asara that the width of it is not four wide for a height of ten. So you can imagine the arch is from the ground immediately. Okay, we're not talking about a normal wall that's got nice pillars and an arch at the top. Because if it's got, it goes ten twachim high, then you've got a doorway. Okay, we're talking about where it's arched straight from the bottom. Okay, but you could carve out enough such it would be four wide for a distance of ten high. says and the machok, once again, as I said to you, would you say So therefore, let's say there was a hole in the wall and you threw it, it landed in the hole. It doesn't matter how big the hole is, provided that there's enough wall space that you could carve out four by four. So therefore, if it's above ten to five from the ground, it doesn't matter because it's now resting in a yachid. Because that wall is four by four, ten high from the ground. The whole, the space, in, if you like, the whole space in the wall is a Seyachid. So I threw him from rushless into rushless Rabim, i However, it depends. If the hole was four by four, then i have thrown from Rashi's rabbit into Fine. the right, a Well, it's not really carved out because it is carved out. However, the im et a But if not, if it's just a little hole, then you wouldn't be high because it's landed where it's landed in a makom If you like, okay? you don't look at a carved out. look at it as if it's filled in. However. What's the case of Amishnah? So Mar Luchsan. So what's Moded luchsan? In other words, how's this object staying there if there's no hole? Then so he says it's referring to a wall that is slanted. Okay, so it's slanted, so it hits there, and then, then what happens? Um uh, the Gemara says, but I read, but I don't understand. Meaning it's a question. I read rubba sofoli povolo tanoh if it's landed, it's ultimately going to fall anyway. That's it's, it's not considered Hanacha. I mean, it has to, you know, hit a place, rest, and land there. Okay. So we say, the So now this is still if it was 10 to high from the ground. So how can be it if it if it's, it's going to, even if it lands there, like for a very, very short point of time, because it's going to fall down immediately, pretty much, even if it's landed. So so uh, We're talking about where it's like a, a cake of like pressed figs, it's sticky, and you've thrown it and it got stuck to the wall. That's how can Mamash nach and rest at that location. Fine. late Amab Shipua Shipua Now you might remember this from a It was a fascinating suga. We talked about. Oh, with Velcro—that's another interesting case. Yes, you could Velcro, but uh, the, I don't think Velcro wasn't invented in that time. Okay, but back back to this case. What this really this comes back to Mesechta uh, Mesechta Kilein. Now, if you recall, Kilei Kerem—how much distance does one have to leave from their vines before they can plant grain? So, if it's a single vine or single vines, not a vineyard, it's six tefachim. As soon as you have a vineyard, which we said is really two rows. Which actually two, one made of three, one made of two. We sort of discussed, but let's say two rows of three, just for simplicity. Then it's considered karaminily for a mod. What about if the two rows on two different madre got? So, if you recall, we discussed this at the time. You can have sort of stairs cut out into a mountain. So we said that if it tent tafachim high, the step, then even if you've got two rows, that don't combine with one another. Okay. So, but then it says then when we learned there as well. But if the what about a shipua? What about in the slanting of the wall, if you've planted some vines in there that are below 10 Tfachim from the ground? So we say, we said at the time, that it still doesn't combine because despite the fact, if the step is 10 fakim high, even if it, on the walls, ascent you put, you had some vines growing out the side of it, at 9 Tfachim, it's as if it's, shipua is considered Milamala. Okay? Fine. So now the question then is, if shipua is considered Milamala, then we just said in our mission, if you throw this sticky date pudding, whatever, and, and it hit, then it hit the wall below nine to, uh, ten fakim from the ground. It's considered as if it landed on the ground, and you'd be chayev. But based on what we said in Kilaim, the Shipua's kilamala, sh- you should be what it should be as if it rested on top of the wall, and you should be uh, if it's a let's assume it's a very narrow wall, it land on a makor You should be bato. So how how we this seems to be a steer in understanding the nature of a shipua, the slant of the wall. Okay. He says, no, you cannot compare the two cases. There, the grain is, is, nehenim, or the vine or the grain is, 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 um, is, is drawing nutrients and sustenance. It's benefiting from the, 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 the step level above it, if you like, because it's planted in the wall and it's, and its roots are going into it. Ram hacha. Literally, what it means is it's like the nature of people to walk past and it's going to drop down to the ground. So in other words, what it's saying is it's different. In the case of the grain and the vines and things like that, that is all, it's as if it's up there because it's rooted there, if you like. Whereas in the case of our dvayla, it's not considered as if it's in that wall. We'll see a case where you would think it's in that wall, but it's it's more like it's just suspended in the air of the Rishra Sarabi. That's really what it's like, and therefore it will depend where it's situated in terms of the height along that wall. Okay, fine. So, Ilomar, had you said, if there was a hole in the wall, in other words, the case of Advela, if it wasn't stuck to the wall, but it actually went inside a hole, yeah, that would have made sense. That would have been a good question. Now, if you want to draw a parallel between the case of Dizraim and the case of Advela, with a, if the wall had a hole in it, then it would be a good parallel because they're both benefiting from being, if you like, that material substance that it's connected to, okay? Either the soil or the fact that it's inside the wall that it's seated in there. Then you then you could say, ah, maybe there's a parallel that the shippuah is considered like milamala, okay? And then for, even if you threw it below nine, below 10 fachim and it landed in the wall, then you might start saying that if it's a very, very narrow wall, then it's like a milamala, it should be, it should be pato. But, like the Zerayim case, but our case is not that in our Mishnah, it's where it's like stuck on the side of the wall, so you can't compare the two cases. Okay. Um, fine. Let's continue. Yeah, I know, even if we're saying Zerayim, he says, find him clearly. Fine. Let's continue. Um, so, what's the case behind Mudran? Uh, let me just get, make sure I've got this right. Yes. Um, you know, there's an Imzarakla toh dalk. This is the this is going back to the case now in the Mishnah where you've thrown it uh, thrown it um at a distance and it's rolled either forward or away. So remainashi imzakla toh dalaramot, then you're gall chutzla dalamot patur. In other words I've thrown it within Dalaramot and it rolled further down, then you'd be patur. That's my shaloyatza chutzla daled bikoachrika. That because when I threw it, the force of my throw didn't make it go beyond four. But rather, But rather, it's not that. In other words, don't think what the mission is saying is I've thrown it and it's bounced more than four amot, because that's called that's all my, from my koach. What it means is I've thrown it less than four amot, and then because it's on a hill, and that's that's all my force could get it, and because and and it reached a particular point, and just simply because it was on a hill, that's why it rolled out. It that's why I'm pato. Now he asks a question. What's But I don't understand at the safer. The case in the safer is I threw it further than four amot and it rolled back, we say we're chaiev. Okay. But if it's a mach then I'm throwing and as it's land, it's going to roll back. Why should I be Chayev? Isn't it like the parallel case where we said, so why, why should I, yeah, why should I be Chayev? Because it was never gonna reach really more than four amot. Okay, it should be considered like we were saying in the beginning, where we had the wall and we threw it up above. Um, up above, this is before we came to the solution that it's going to stick there. We said, oh, what's a case where well, the wall slightly slanted and I've th- the case where you're patu, we you throw it above 10 Fachim, and it hits the wall and then it falls off. But we said, but one second, it was never going to stay there, so why should you patu? It should be as if it landed within uh, in the Rosh Hashanah So why don't we say the same thing here? I've thrown this more than 4 Amot, it was never going to stay more than 4 Amot, and it's rolled back, so therefore, oh, why should I be chayot? So Gemara has a very simple solution. the said, What are we talking about? We're talking about where well, you threw it and it rested there. Ah, that's different. Abdana meaning I've thrown it from in Rosh Hashanah and it's landed at a distance of four Amob, and it stayed there. nach, and then it rolled back. Now the fact that it eventually rolled back is not a pro- it's not I'm not, of, it's not it doesn't make me patr because what I've done is I've quickly done I've taken an object, it's and it's gone a distance of four and it's landed there and stayed there. I'll just read your before you uh, ask a question. It says, <laughs> if it rests there for a short period of time before it rolls back, the chirus then of the mission, despite the fact that in the end it will roll back. Because it's nach even momentarily, I can be chayev on Shabbos for throwing something in Dalar Mashur Sarabim. Okay? That's what it's saying. That's a the tesuga. Okay? Now, there's a has, but it has to rest momentarily. If you threw it and it sort of did like you threw it and it went and came straight, straight back, then it, clearly it's not going it to, you wouldn't be chayev for that because you, didn't, you weren't able to achieve this object uh, um, moving for Amon. But if you were able to achieve it, even momentarily, that would make you chay for throwing this object for our nushezer even if it's momentary. So the fact that it moved, but but it didn't have hanocha, didn't it? Didn't become stationary? That yes. is enough for not to be chayv. Correct. I think so. saying. Yes, but it has to be momentarily. Um, oh, Menachem says like a boomerang, right? When you throw a boomerang, it does go more than if you know how to throw one, because most of the time it just it doesn't come back if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but um, uh, as being in Australia, we used to try and try, it and yeah, it's 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 a skill. Um, so if you throw it, um, if you if, like, if you throw it, it can go more than four amot, but it comes back to you. The, the hanaka wasn't four amot; it was a Very good hanacha. Okay. So you could play uh, what's that game like tennis? Well, maybe not tennis, but uh, I mean that game where you know you you hit something, you you bang a ball against a wall. And the assumption is that it's going to come. It's going to come back to you. Squash, squash. Uh, squash, squash. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Us, I don't if it's not resting, um, yeah, I, 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 I think it, I, I, thought, I don't think it is The question is be high or not. And it's nasty. Right? I guess we go by American pricing. Okay, Besetter. Let's learn the mission. Next mission. Hazurek biyam. If someone's throwing in the ocean, right? Arba amot. He goes Foramot is pato. Okay, because we say that's a caramelit. Okay, um, so you're not allowed to carry Foramot amot in a caramelit, but it's pato. It's not chayim the righter. So ima yarakak main brushusarabi malachet ba. If there's a big puddle in brushusarabin, okay, and people, it's a thoroughfare. Hazurek b'toch. If you throw a distance of Foramot inside it, you'd be chayiv. It's like throwing in brushusarabin. V'kama hu rakak how deep should this be that is considered part of Shesarabim? It's Pachome Aserat Fahim. It be less than 10 Fahim. So even though it's deep, you still be Chayev. Um, and the mission seems to be repeating itself again. The Gemara is going to ask exactly why the mission is repeating itself. We'll see in a moment. Because it basically said the same thing. There's a there's a little puddle in the Rosh it can be quite deep. You throw Daladamot in it, you'll be Chayev. It's not like the ocean, it's part of Rosh so now, loss after the bar Abamot Biyam, it's not about only within our Bamot. Ella Fiddl Zaraq Bahola Mut. Patur, if you threw a distance of greater than four amot in the ocean, you would be Patur because Chukolayam nikra Kamalit, like I explained to you, the Karam is considered Karmelit. Now the Kamara answer the question we said. Balama Taninan, why tanit so taninta trezimin. Why does the fact the missionary tell it's the same case twice about this rakhakin should rabi? Srabchanina Bashemra Pinchas Bishur Shne Rakakim. Achada Rabi Mahal Kimbo. One, it's two types of rakakim, two types of these puddles. One is that it, it doesn't dis- disturb the rabim at all. People walk through it clearly without without even hesitating. The One is ella One is that people would avoid it, but if they're pressed to do so, they would, would nonetheless walk through it. So the mashma even if it's bishat, even if they need hakim to walk through it, still has a status of rabim. It's not because by the way, that's a chiluk between halicha and shimush. Because shimush if the shimush alde the chak it might not be considered part of rishes rabbi but again well that's a matter for another time now shelo ilva en rabbi mahalchin bo ella kishem lichem like you might think that because the Rabbim only go would only do, go walk through it I mean most of the time people go to show walk around it only if they're pressed to go through it would actually go through it. you think it's enu rishes rabbi it's not considered rishem ella here's this rishes yachid but I think it might mean calmer it right? l'fum ken sarich meimar that's why the mission had to repeat itself that even if talicha alde al yede the chak even if it's walking through it um Generally, my people aren't but that people would walk through it if they were pressed to do so. It still has the status of Rosh Hashanah Okay, we're a bit over the time, but let's just do the next mishnah and we'll stop. If someone throws the land into the sea or the sea to the land, so this is uh, this is basically we're taking from rabim to karmelit karmelit to rabim or karmelit to yachid to karmelit or from one ship to another ship. One boat to another, each, and they're separated, owned by two different people, then you'd be patro, you're not allowed to do these things on Shabbos mid Rabbana. However, you've got svinuk if the boats are tied together such that they cannot separate, then matatli mizulazul provided they made an eruf You'd be allowed to carry from boat to boat. However, if they're not tied together such that the boats could separate, even despite the fact you may have done this eruf we say, because they can separate. Um, then we say that the a would not work in that situation. Okay. We'll pick up from here, Mr. Shem. Tomorrow. Have a good day. Call to everybody.